Don't just go through life, grow through it. Hi, and welcome to the Grow Through It podcast with Fee Dang. My name is Fee, and I am a human design life coach known as the Positivity Queen and author of The Great Unlearning, Awakening to Living an Aligned and Authentic Life. Join me as I discuss all things mindset, self-love, energy, and purpose, which are the four pillars of my Soul Revolution coaching methodology. This podcast won't just inspire and motivate. It will also provide practical tips and strategies you can implement in your daily life. Ready to grow? Let's grow. Hi, beautiful soul. This week in the cosmos, the collective, there is so much energetic activity. Radical changes are about. I'm literally like stuttering. And so if you're feeling different and you don't quite know what it is, I'm here to reassure you that you're not crazy, you're not broken, and something isn't wrong. It's the collective energy and shifts taking place right now as I'm speaking mid-January 2024. If you're like me, you've noticed a shift and change in your personal energy and disturbances in your sleep. I noticed that from the beginning of last week on the 8th of January, maybe, you know, you're feeling really buzzed and wide and plugged in, so to speak. That's definitely how I felt. Uh, Exhausted, grouchy, even a bit moody. Maybe you're oscillating between the two states. Right now, there's a lot happening and I feel really called to explore and share with you listening. We've got the backdrop of the last few episodes culminating to the Human Design New Year coming up. The two other factors right now I want to discuss is the pivotal shift of Pluto, changing signs from Capricorn to Aquarius, which takes place this year in 2024 until 2044. What's also come through and something I never really paid attention to as much as until now, which is the influence of the sun and solar flare activity on our energy. Let's start with Pluto. This tiny planet packs a punch and is going to greatly influence the next 20 years of what we see unfolding collectively by making a once in a lifetime transition into the sign of Aquarius from Capricorn on January 20th. This is a new collective chapter that will unfold leading to great shifts for everyone on a societal level and personally. I like to think of Pluto as the dark horse of the planets. It's ruled by Hades and the underworld, throwback to the Hercules movie, it's mysterious. Pluto likes to move slowly and subtly. The changes creep in and build up. Pluto is on the outer edge of the solar system and likes to take its time staying in a sign anywhere between 12 to 30 years. Ultimately, it takes 248 years to move through the whole zodiac. It's very much seen as a generational influence because of this. On a personal level, Pluto is a planet of shadow work, the hidden, the repressed, the unseen, Follow its timing and imagine, you know, knowing someone for one year versus 20 years, you know, the Pluto transit. So one year being like the sun, it takes a year to go around. That's why they call it a solar return. Fun fact. Anyways, I digress, but not really. You really get to know someone over 20 years. Things will emerge you never knew over time. Pluto is transformation, the phoenix, pain into power, composting negativity and gunk into goodness. Since 2008, Pluto has been in Capricorn, entering our collective era with the global recession. The chapter of Pluto in Capricorn was about the tension of conformity and tradition, as well as career. We've seen over the last 15 years a shift on how we define success and achievement, especially off the back of the pandemic. It led to new career-orientated changes, 
the recession created new startups such as Uber and Airbnb, and there's a greater focus on social media, creating even more career choices and paths. Now, Pluto is moving into Aquarius, and we had a sneak peek of this in 2023 when Pluto was temporarily in Aquarius from March to June 2023 last year. This first movement is a dip again because Pluto will temporarily go back into Capricorn around September before returning and staying in Aquarius from mid-November 2024 until 2044. Aquarius rules justice, equality, social connections, community, humanity, innovation, technology, science, and independence. So what can we expect? Collective themes of freedom, revolution, social activism, as well as major scientific, medical, and technological discoveries. There will be a focus on inequality, injustices leading to power shifts, systematic and structural changes for independence, equality, and emancipation, the spirit of rebellion and revolution. Historically, the last time Pluto was in Aquarius was from 1778 to 1798, which historically saw the people's movement, you know, people over systems. We saw royalty and monarchs fall, such as Mary Antoinette and the last king of France, Louis XVI, during the French Revolution. What also happened was the Declaration of Independence and the introduction of the American flag, and this is interesting with the American elections taking place this year too. Cyclical, yes. No doubt America as we know it will be different by the end of this era. It was the beginning of the Industrial Revolution and establishment of the Stock Exchange in Britain. So again, looking at what's starting to emerge in the era now of people's own money system, this power shift away from financial institutions with the creation of cryptocurrency. The Pluto in Aquarius chapter also had the starting movements for women's rights in the French Revolution with playwright activist Olympe de Gouge writing the Declaration of the Rights of Woman and Female Citizen, which not, did not come to fruition as hoped, and she was executed for doing so. Captain Cook also discovered Australia and New Zealand, a huge authority figure also taken down and killed in Hawaii. So what can we expect in the modern day with the shift from Pluto into Aquarius? Free thinking, more voices emerging, because technology has allowed everybody to have a voice. So many platforms are available now, whether it's creating your own website, blog, social media, live streaming, podcasting. For sure, we will see more opinions and thought leaders emerging. Whilst it's not so much about the monarchy now, there's a shift of power from the idealized, the aspirational such as celebrities and blurring more to that of influencers and grassroots community leaders, the people's people. The role of technology is sure to expand with the kickoff of AI. Technology helping us bring people together, whether that's in online communities, even in person, if we see AI kind of create more automation and less hands-on human work. Amongst spiritual circles, we are in the age of Aquarius, which ushers in the return and rising of the divine feminine, again, coinciding historically with female movements as previously stated. So how will this personally affect you, Pluto into Aquarius? If you do a deeper human design reading with me, look at your rebirth section. Astrologically, look at your natal chart and see where you have Aquarius placements as well as Scorpio, because Scorpio is ruled by Pluto. In relation to the collective, Pluto may excavate and bring to light things to do with social connections, community, care for the collective in terms of, you know, themes like justice, equality and fairness. So what about your inner rebel, your voice, your influence? How do you use technology? How can you get involved in your community and what community issues do you care about? What's your relationship like to your feminine energy? Are you due a feminine energy rebirth as rising as so many women have being 
in our masculine energy for so long, whether it's being successful in our careers or thinking that we have to force and hustle our way into what we want or even protecting ourselves. The balance between masculine and feminine, being interconnected yet independent too. Ooh, yes. So we've talked about Pluto. Now let's talk about solar flares and solar storms in terms of spirituality. They are of note because they are to do with the sun. Spiritually, the sun rules our day-to-day, how we see ourselves, our ego, our self-esteem, and our confidence. The impact of the sun is undeniable also to our moods because of think of seasonal depression from the lack of sun and perhaps constant rain or that shift from summer to winter. Mystical yogi Sadhguru talks about solar flares and activity being linked to consciousness. I'm not a scientist by any means, but from my research and understanding, Solar flares are sudden charged, bright bursts of energy and radiation coming from the sun. That energy comes primarily from the sun's magnetic fields and is released because of this buildup of magnetic energy. I came to awareness of them because, as I mentioned, the beginning of last week, my sleep patterns like randomly and suddenly changed. I couldn't sleep. I noticed that I was having more visions than usual. That's when I found out around the same time there was a strong solar storm and flare activity classed as X, which is the strongest. And it actually caused a temporary but strong radio blackout across parts of South America, Central America and the Pacific Ocean, according to the US Space Weather Prediction Center. Not only that, 2024 started with the biggest flare up seen in six years. Just like how the moon can impact us, you may or may not feel the impacts of solar activity. Some influences include, but are not limited to, disturbances to sleep, unusual dreams, a surge of energy, or maybe you're being lethargic, feeling drained and exhausted, dizzy, irritated, anxious, hot flashes, seeing things spin, you know, nudges of awakening and awareness. Solar activity moves within an 11-year cycle. The cycle before now, which was the 24th, ran from 2008 to 2019, with peaks in 2011 and 2014. Always intriguing to think about your life in relation to these dates I'm mentioning in the podcast because you'll see certain things that resonate with you or maybe they don't. Use your discernment. 2024 and 2025 are set to be the maximum of the latest cycle, which is the 25th, which started in December 2019, coinciding with the beginning of the pandemic. Overall, this is the most we've seen in 20 years of sun activity. According to Russian scientist A.L. Chervesky, 80% of the most significant human events occurred during a five-year period surrounding the peak of solar activity. One can look to the Carrington Effect, which took place on September 2nd, 1859, where history's greatest solar storm caused havoc to technology, communication systems going haywire, and strange displays of the aurora in tropical places. Researchers have estimated that a Carrington-class event today would result in between 0.6 to 2.6 trillion in damages in the US alone, according to NASA spaceflight. Spiritually speaking, solar flares and activity are an ascension process, as they say. It spiritually shifts from your physical body to your light body. Think in terms of your energy body, higher dimensions, astral body, expansion outside your physical energy field, the connection point to spirituality, it's chakra energy centered, and that famous symbol of the Merkaba, that three-dimensional eight-pointed star, Mer meaning light, Ka meaning spirit, and Ba meaning body. It's an ancient sacred geometry chariot of light. Receiving more light, higher levels of consciousness, illuminating what needs to come to the surface, even old previous things you dealt with and thought they were resolved will resurface. 
and then yeah combine that with Pluto and all of this happening right so feeling the impacts it doesn't come as a surprise even ancient civilizations like the Aztecs and Mayans track the sun our bodies have an electrical charge present in every cell through ions so what do you do if you are feeling the impacts of solar flares prioritize yourself focus on your energy what is nourishing feeding and giving you energy versus what is depleting it it's likely temporary and if it lingers, feels intense, unbearable and affects you on a day-to-day level, seek the help of a professional medical practitioner. Meditation is a great way to tap into your energy and receive insights. Salt is great to cleanse and soothe, think a bath with loads of magnesium or swim in the ocean if possible. Minimal caffeine and alcohol, which can already make us feel more wired and anxious. Grounding in nature, reducing technology and screen time. I'm getting visuals of child's pose with your third eye to the ground or even the pose where you're lying down with your hands to your sides. It's also been suggested solar storms impact our pineal gland, the third eye, which is responsible for melatonin that regulates our inner body clock through circadian rhythms. It may help to sync up with the sun, waking up with natural light and sleeping as it gets dark. I'll end this podcast with a meditation I channeled if you're feeling the impacts of solar flares, but it's also just nice as an activation to open up your third eye and intuition too. Find a comfortable position in a quiet place where you won't be disturbed. Relax your body, either sitting up or lying down. Have your palms faced up and close your eyes. Take a few deep breaths in and out to center your body. (sighs) Imagine, sense, feel or perceive a golden sphere of light above your head, radiant and glowing with a warm and comforting energy. It almost feels honey-like. Visualize this light sending out a golden wave washing all over your body and flushing out any physical or mental ailments or disturbances. Imagine the golden light removing any heavy, dense energy. The visual that I'm getting is like removing lint from the dryer or your clothes. You may also feel called to run your hands all over your body in a sweeping motion. Again, imagining yourself being cleansed. Come to a still point and then visualize, sense, feel or perceive this beautiful golden light now enveloping your entire body in a cocoon of warmth and tranquility. Feel the soothing energy as it flows down through the crown of your head, gradually permeating every cell, every muscle and every organ in your body. As the golden light continues to flow down, Direct your focus to the area of your pineal gland, your third eye located in the center of your forehead, just above and between your eyebrows. Imagine this golden light specifically targeting and activating your third eye. Envision the golden light swirling around your third eye, clearing any blockages or imbalances. As the light works its magic, sense a gentle expansion and opening in this area. Feel a heightened awareness and connection to your inner self. This energy starts to build and expand beyond your third eye, beyond your physical body, creating a golden shield of protection around you. Visualize this shield acting as a buffer, 
absorbing and transforming any intense energies from the solar flares, the collective energy into positive harmonious healing energy. With each breath, allow the golden light to amplify within you and around you, creating a powerful and nurturing aura. Feel the support of this golden energy as it protects you. Take a moment to bask in the warmth and serenity of the golden light knowing it is surrounding you, knowing that you are connected to the universal energy, that you are protected, you are supported. When you're ready, slowly bring your awareness back to the present moment. Wiggle your fingers and toes and gently open your eyes. Carry the sense of golden light within you throughout your day knowing you can return to this meditation whenever you need to balance and harmonize your energy. May you be surrounded by the healing and protective energy of the golden light. As always, I'm here to support and guide you if you feel the call. I have an exciting in-person offering launching tomorrow on Friday the 19th of January and I cannot wait to share it with you. I also offer one-to-one coaching and human design readings. So if you're interested, get in touch and let's chat. Until next time, love and positivity. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, Beautiful Soul. And if you're interested in working with me, I offer one-to-one coaching as well as human design readings. For more information, visit my website, feedang.com or message me on Instagram at thefeeddang. I would love to hear from you. Until next time, beautiful soul.